0: Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994 95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys, Dan and Cass. Go, Bucks.
1: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. I'm Dan here with Big Cass. I'd just like to start the episode off saying, Broncos Nation. Let's ride one and own preseason baby. Uh, it's 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 not a it's not a phrase. It's a lifestyle, but this is an Ohio State podcast, but I'm just really excited for the season this weekend cast. It was like a warm up watching uh, four football games in a row on NFL Network. I, I feel ready. I feel like it's like the training camp. I'm ready for week zero next week, baby. Uh, Buckeyes are in training camp. And I guess the big, big news this week. Is the unfortunate and just the, the devastating injury to Evan Pryor, man? Uh, just it, it's it stinks because he was he looked so good in the spring,
0: yeah, he did, and it, it stinks. But you know, like you know, it's a game of football, it's guaranteed 100% guaranteed injury. I mean, to a team, I'm not saying like a player's 100% to get hurt. I mean, I went. I- four years. Well, I can't say that. Not I can't, I can't because I I got hurt my senior year. I mean, even the great Tom Brady tore his ACL. It's impossible to not get injured. I think think that's
1: an accurate stat cast.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, I kind of stole it from DeRere Posey from 97.1 tonight, but that's okay. I mean, it it, it is what it is. I mean, his football is bound to have injuries. I mean, look at Zach Wilson. They look like he could have a freak Achilles or a knee injury. Come to come to find out he had a bone bruise and a, you know, tear, torn veniscus. He'll be back two to four weeks. I mean, it, which is a great example uh,
1: yeah. for, for
0: it's a great example. Cause
1: that's kind of what we're experiencing right now with like cam bad. Cause people are saying he might be hurt. He could, he could be hurt. He could be out for the season. Like it's exa- exactly like Zach Wilson's thing. Sorry uh, to cut you
0: off. No, you're fine. I think, I think what Ryan Day said that Cam Babb should be good to go for the rest of sp- uh, practice. They just got dinged up a little bit. I guess I guess the uh, scrimmage was very intense. Which, by the way, way i are reading, the defense won. I mean, they didn't really say they won, but just by what you read, it sounds like the defense won. And Kevin Wilson coming out and saying, you know, don't expect the team to score a lot of points. You know, the run game's not where it needs to be. But you know, like we said off air, does that? Did he say that? prior to prior's injury yeah. or uh, or i mean or were prior they prior or were they you know still under wraps they weren't sure what the extent of the knee injury was we got
1: someone's got to check the timestamp on that because like it, 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 it it's it's because it, if you look at it both ways cuz if it's prior to prior's injury then i might be a little concerned because uh, it might mean our one running back game isn't like our, our run game isn't there. Maybe our, our offensive line is not getting the push. Maybe we're not hitting the holes correctly. There might be a disconnect under center. But if it's after Pryor's injury, then it gives me more confidence because it's basically saying it could be just an uh, upset. Kevin Wilson just saying, you know, um, he's hurt and like, well, he he he's not publicly saying he's hurt, but basically he's saying that, you know, he probably is not satisfied with the run game because he just lost one of his best players. So, of course, after a long day of practice, I think, like, an assistant coach might say something like that. Uh, it, but it, it, someone's got
0: to check the timestamps. I mean, you're, you're exactly right. But here's the thing. You know, I think what Evan Pryor's role in this offense is going to be unknown. I mean, But we have an idea of what it could have been. He could have been that Paris Campbell, Jalen Marshall type, Role, H back, whatever you want to call it. It's not really an H back if you listen to Zach Smith. But it's, but you know that I call it the special offensive player skill like, player. Like, like a Debo Samuel to Yeah, like I mean he I think he could have been that role. And, it's really just the Samuel. It's Debo yeah. and Curtis Samuel are like the only and, two that kinda of play that Yeah, I mean but unfortunately for the Buckeyes they're gonna start week one with only three scholarship running backs, which I think God forbid if Travion or Mayan goes down, I think we're going to be all right with them, too. We got I mean, Chip. But, Chip um, I'm going to come at you like a spider monkey. But we got Dallin Hayden, the freshman, five 5'10", 195, running back, number five. Boy, no, a, a, a running back wearing number five at Ohio State hasn't happened since 1998. It just feels right. Like
1: That's how you know he's going to be good, too, if he's already there wearing five. he, he He's... Luckily for a guy like Dallin Hayden, I feel like his skill set's almost similar enough to what Evan Pryors is that he's going to get an opportunity. So my,
0: my thing is now, hear me out. I said this to a buddy of mine, and nobody's thinking about this. This could open up a door for Ameka Abuka to play in that role. Think about how explosive he was in the kicking game. I thought of that too, Cass. <laughs> I mean, and that will help Julian Fleming get on the field. Also, I mean, is there enough footballs to go around with all these guys? I've, I mean, eventually, here's, here's my thought, and I'm stealing Devere Posey's again, thing again. If you think about it, we went into the season last year with a three-headed monster, right? With Master Teague, Mayan Williams, and uh, Travion Henderson. The explosiveness of Travion Henderson put Master Teague on the back burner. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what was going to happen, it, anyways, with Evan Pryor. I feel like Evan Pryor was going to feel that kick kickoff role, get in the kickoff. I feel like he was going to play kickoff. You, I mean, you got to have him back, there to get him on the field. I, I, but Hayden can return kicks too. Yeah, uh, he he would like if
1: you watch his highlight tape in high school, he's a really good kick returner and everything. So it's it's unfortunate for my guy Pryor, but uh, Hayden could be the truth. Uh, but like I said. Uh, Chip, the linebacker, just Chip after his last name. He pl- he's, he used uh, to be the running. Yeah, tech, yeah, cr- like used to be the running back at Arizona State. Had you know around like almost 700 yards in his career, 10 rushing touchdowns. He's a good player, Cass. Uh, I think honestly, like he's like basically having like mine will like a guy like like a not Mayan Williams pedigree, but a really good running back just at your linebacker position. Oh, and, and Steel Chambers too. So worst case. God forbid, and this is like – I tweeted just at the highlights of Chip today. just because I was like, okay, who do we got besides Hayden just in case? Because honestly, having three backs is still not enough in my opinion. Uh, Maybe Mitch Rossi will get some touches because he's a fullback. Uh, That could be interesting. I think maybe we'll just use Stroud in the running a little more, take away some touches. But um, Chip can easily slide over the back running back, and then Steel Chambers too could play some running back. Uh, and then like you said, a mecha buka, I think that totally makes sense now that I think about it, because they could just move they could basically use a mecha buka like they would have Evan Pryor, except I think it might work better because a mecha buka is gonna be more pass oriented, but he can also take the same handoffs that Pryor would. So I think honestly, Cass, that could work in our favor if they if they use it correctly.
0: Yeah, I I, I think um I think it would be a, I think it's going to be interesting to see what what the Black guys do. I still think it's going to be Mayan and um I think it's going to be Mayan and Travion all the way. So it's it's going to be definitely interesting to do. A lot of news. Again, we talked about Cameron Babb, blocko worst best kept secret in in Ohio State football this year. We all knew it was going to Cameron Babb. No one deserved it more than Cameron yeah. Babb. I mean, was there really any other option? I mean, I thought no. and I threw a couple names, Cam Brown, um, Josh Josh Proctor, uh Yeah, uh Trotta Mitchell, even Zach Harrison, but more fitting for Cameron Babb.
1: He's battled through the most. Uh yeah. like Cam Brown obviously had the torn Achilles, Proctor, the broken leg, Taraja just battled through bad position coaches, <laughs> like um, and then uh yeah. Zach Harrison
0: just... Which, that comes to my next point. You know, yeah, we, you know, we talked about camera back, get the block up, blah, blah, blah. Because it really isn't surprising. Last year, it was surprising with Darren Mumford when you had Haskell Garrett, you know, close to Chris Olave, you know, so many guys that could have wore block, block O last year. This year, it was an easy... We knew it was camera bag. But interesting enough, Ryan Day announced the six captains. Tyler Friday... Court Williams, CJ Stroud, Cade Stover, Tommy Eichenberg, and I'm missing one, ain't I? Court Williams,
1: right? Court
0: Williams no, I said Court Williams. There was three on offense, three on defense. Cam CJ Badge,
1: Stroud, Cade Stover, yep. Eichenberg. Cam Bab was who I, who I
0: was missing. Cam Bab was who I'm missing. Interesting enough, Zach Harrison and Torada Mitchell seemed to have been replaced by Tommy Eichenberg, Tyler Friday, if you look at it that way. Cade Stover, you know, I figured just the way the offseason he was having, he was gonna be a captain. But the two surprising the, the one that was real surprising to me was Court Williams.
1: I love it. I think I think that's that's from Jim Knowles himself too, because I think Court Williams is a guy who would thrive in a Jim Knowles defense.
0: But it's oh. weird that and not very often, I asked Jamie Sumner this, our good buddy um, who's in our intro, by the way. I asked him, it's like, how often has it happened that a captain from the previous year was not a captain the next year? That's a rarity. Interesting. And, Tra- and, Tra- and two of them are on this year, Torada Mitchell and Zach Harrison. It's interesting. I have I to feel- re- I'll have to really go look back in the history of Ohio State and see what the answer is.
1: It's it's interesting. I don't think it's a slight at them, though. I think it's a testament to what the other guys have done. I think because the, the work of a guy like uh, Cade Stowe who was put into the program, even Tyler Friday, uh, who's always been a gr- good player for the Buckeyes when he's seen the field for the most part. And I, th- like, I think he's going to have a good year for us, too, honestly, Cass, because um, he, he's always flashed when he's played. It's just that injury was brutal. So... You look at the work of, like, it just honors the work of those guys. And obviously, you throw in a guy like Tommy Eichenberg, who is terrifying now, man. Um, you saw the hit today he put in that on that guy in practice. Absolutely terrifying. I, like, I, I can't even believe I made that meme about the 53 tackle, like, 53 steps, no tackles. Like, uh, he's just terrifying. And uh, I think he's a great leader. I'm a big t- Tommy Eichenberg guy and i'm not just saying that cuz i'm terrified
0: are you, are you about the dhk his jersey yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's a sign of respect no i i was talking to our good buddy blake and you know obviously i you know uh we were talking about the jerseys you know i want a block o jersey and i would love to have a Cameron bad one but you know dhk don't have that stuff but um but anyways going back to the captains i mean cj stroud no brainer no brainer yeah, I thought Tommy Eichenberg was a no-brainer. Honestly, I really did. Um, I, but I was shocked that Jackson Smith and Jigba and Ronnie Hickman weren't captains. They represented the Buckeyes in in Chicago or Indy. I just,
1: how many captains are they gonna are they gonna be?
0: How many hey, captains can I you? I mean,
1: have? also stra- strategy strategy wise, think of this. You don't give JSN the captain because it might entice him to come back next year to be a captain. Cause you can always throw that and be like, Oh, he could be a captain. If you don't, if you don't want to be the second overall pick in the draft, come here and be a captain, break the Uh, whole time record. (laughs) Like that's, what's going to happen. I bet. I bet you he's going to come a little bit shy and he's going to become a captain next year.
0: He's gone. He's the number two pick. Number one wide receiver off the board, hands down. Never know. Somehow, and, something at the end, and let me tell you, he's going to have a great year this year. Hopefully, you know, hopefully, actually, we're going to host a Natty. He's going to go to Indy, and he's going to say, and he, they're going to drop him, and he, they're going to be like, drop him the number two because he doesn't speak as often. Like, he speaks clearly, but he's not a rah-rah guy. I. That's probably why he's not a captain. Like, I he's mean, not vocal? Like, he, yeah, like, he just does it on the field.
1: Yeah, that's – there's different types of leaderships. Though, yeah, you
0: know? desperately. Yeah. He's a show – I'm going to show you what I'm going to do. But you know what? It's the NFL, and they hate the Buckeyes, and they're going to drop him as the number t- – male Kuypers will be like, oh, <laughs> or Tom Shay's going to be oh – he doesn't speak as much, so we're gonna make him the number two. Yeah, something stupid. Like,
1: don't <laughs> make don't make a kid from like LSU the number one guy or like. But he from, is
0: very good, though. By the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. But he's not but, Jack Smith. A jig, but good.
1: But I mean, that's a good segue, kind of just talking about like rankings because I'm shocked Ohio State didn't get. You know, that didn't happen to the actual football team. The AP poll, we came in second. I, I thought they were going to somehow put you know Bama one, Georgia two, Ohio State three, or some malarkey like that. But they got it right, kinda uh, one off. But they can't be perfect. But uh, AP poll top twenty five. What do you think of it?
0: I'm bringing it up right now because I was disgusted. You were disgusted. <laughs> yeah. I, we got the Georgia top three, three. The top three. I mean, you could have put him anywhere. I mean, he's the top three, hands down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why is Michigan eight? I'm sorry. Like, they return so many guys on offense. Yeah, they lose guys on defense. But why is Notre Dame, Clemson, and Texas A&M ranked higher than them? Why? Like, let yeah. me – I want to know – how All is Notre these, Dame better
1: than How is Notre Dame better than Michigan? Is my question. I want
0: to know how Clemson's better than Michigan or Notre Dame, because I'm still on this fact, even with the coaches poll. Who has Who watched Clemson enough to justify that they are the number four team in the country? I'm telling you,
1: I think Baylor is severely underrated too. Like, okay, I'm I, I think. At it. I just think no I think everyone's sleeping on the Bears for some okay. reason. I think the Bears like I, everyone knows my thoughts on the Big 12. I think they get a team in. I think the Bears could be that
0: team. I really do. That's my pick. Okay. But why isn't Tennessee ranked? I think they're better than I think they're better than some of these teams. I really do. I think they're better than Pitt. I do. Uh, I think Penn State's
1: better than Pitt. Why are we putting Wake Forest at 22? Their quarter, their, their best player is just – he's done for the season. Yeah, basically.
0: like Texas, Iowa, Penn State, and Tennessee right now are better than Wake Forest, Pitt. I'm going as far as saying Cincinnati.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I feel like Cincinnati might have the formula, though, to yeah,
0: – they lost everybody.
1: They have the they have the infrastructure and formula though to run that.
0: They could be in Houston. I think yeah. them in Houston are the ones right now. But I still just, I still think Tennessee's better than Pitt. I think Penn State's better than Pitt. I think Texas is better than Pitt, and I think Iowa's better than Pitt.
1: I I agree. UC kind of reminds me of in the poll too. They are like the gonzaga of college football just that that really good school for what they are like gonzaga is really good basketball school uc is a very good football i call school.
0: i call oregon gonzaga
1: eh, no because they're not oregon's more prestigious I, I don't know at least now yeah, it's tough for comparing apples to oranges but uh cas yeah i do agree that Tennessee, I don't know how they weren't ranked. It's In hilarious. Texas. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It's hilarious that Texas wasn't ranked, actually. Um, I thought that was hilarious by the committee, and, uh, the voters.
0: And I'm still looking. Let's see. My question is, where does Ohio State – if Notre Dame beats Ohio State, where does Notre Dame drop to? Uh yeah, if Ohio By the State... way, by the way, here's what's going to happen. Buckeye fans, hear me out. Ohio State beats Notre Dame, the next eight week AP pool puts Ohio State number 1, Alabama 2. <laughs> hear me out, hear me out. Alabama, Alabama beats, beats Texas. Texas. The very next week Ohio State drops to number 2, Alabama goes number
1: 1. Yeah, like we'll, we'll 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 dominate Notre Dame and then we'll have we'll only beat Arkansas State by like 21 points or something. <laughs> It'll be like an uh, like not not a bad win, but just like a eh and then they'll BAM will jump us. Uh, That's
0: I think Ohio State I I like I said last week, I think Ohio State as of right now, the only team that they don't cover the spread against is Penn State. That's as of right now. Which I'm really not
1: trying to get into the Notre Dame weeds, but they are down some receivers. I'm just saying too and they're they're good receivers that they're already down. I know yeah, we're on a back. I
0: mean Lorenzo Styles look coming back home might be the go to guy. It just it just limits their options oh, when you look does. at it. It it's, really does.
1: You feel bad for the injuries and like obviously we're dealing with that with like Everett
0: Pryor and that's, that's gonna be the excuse. If we beat Notre Dame by twenty four or twenty eight, they're gonna be we didn't have a top – two wide receivers. That's how That's how they won't
1: drop as much, too. That's how they'll justify it.
0: Yeah. Which, right. I mean, do you? Do which, you? Which, by the way, Paul Feinbaum, did you see this on Get Up today? He was talking bad about Notre Dame, and he said Notre Dame's going to find out week one when they lose in the big house. It's just, yeah, it's... It,
1: I mean, good old Paul, but thank I just take on the Big Ten's going out of the. I just don't, I don't, I don't see Notre Dame doing anything against us. I really, don't. especially if our defense is playing the way it is. If they play like that, like we saw in practice, a cast against what I saw today on film of Taylor Buckner throwing picks, like multiple picks in games. And just not looking like a great passer and everything. We bring that. It's going to be a long day for Notre Dame's offense. We might score two or three defensive touchdowns. <laughs> like
0: in two weeks after we beat Ohio State, it's going to be a very long day for that guy, that Twitter warrior.
1: He's been quiet. He hasn't he hasn't spammed our inbox in like a week.
0: He actually spammed our inbox.
1: Not our inbox, but like our at.
0: Oh yeah. What is it, like, Dallas Notre Dame fan or something like that?
1: Yeah, it's some ridiculous – and he didn't even obviously go to Notre Dame. You know that. No.
0: Like, it's the a classic
1: he, Notre Dame fan.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't wait to hand a Notre Dame fan a Bud, Bud Light. Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: think, I think he was the one, too, who was, um, like, bragging about Audric Esteem, like their sophomore running back. And the dude has had only like six carries in his career, and he's like, oh, Ohio State's going to have to tackle this. And they clearly have not seen like what Master Teague looked like, uh, who's way more yoked than Audrick Asteen or whatever. And by the way, Master Teague ran someone over. Now, now he's hurt, some, of course, but Master Teague plowed over that dude on the Steelers, and uh, it was the greatest highlight I, of training camp I've ever seen, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. By the way, Road to Glory and Dynasty Mode are coming back to NCAA Football. Well, EA Sports College Football next year. Can't wait I'm, to spend your I, whole August as the offensive coordinator, or no, as the head coach at Utah State.
1: I uh, dude, uh, real men. I think we all agree. I want. I want to play as Ohio State in that game. But it wouldn't be a challenge. I'll
0: have, I'll have two dynasties. I'll have one with Ohio State where I just run rule everybody. Yeah. And then I'll have one uh, as a head coach. I'm I'll going make. to Appalachian State. <laughs> I'm taking the Bobcats, baby. The Ohio
1: Bobcats. I'm taking Appalachian State. And then when my, when I get hired uh, on another school, I'll do Hawaii. Those will be the two schools. And then from there I will pick, I'll go to Ohio State, but I have to win national championships. Speaking of
0: Hawaii, so before we go into our next segment, which is we're gonna predict the college football playoff. Oh or no, we're gonna do the Big Ten. We're gonna predict Big Ten. Big predict f- the Big Ten. Yeah. So <laughs> the morning juice, they had Jensen Lewis in for Bobby Carpenter. Yeah. And they're talking about this morning. Oh, we're a week and a half away from week zero, everybody. I can't wait till all eyes are on Hawaii and Vanderbilt.
1: Bro, I'm just, I, I got my Rainbow <laughs> Warriors hat, baby. I'm ready. Jensen Lewis
0: said, Do you believe that two people voted Vanderbilt to win the SEC? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, well, Vanderbilt well, is not the Northwestern of the – SEC they are worse than Indiana
1: I kind of want to bet on that like just what if it happens the odds on that are probably so bad go look it up right now Vanderbilt to win SEC odds it, but there's like one thing certain go place a $5 bet man SEC football championship odds let's see Oh my goodness! <laughs>
0: it's plus a hundred thousand so if he plays five hundred if he plays five bucks huh How much do you win if he plays five bucks to for Vanderbilt to win the s e c That's a lot of money. How much is it? I don't know. You're the betting man. <laughs>
1: I forgot. I gotta do the math. It's oh, what is it? Is it like fifty thousand or something? It's something ridiculous. I might throw fifty bucks on it. Why not? Like I, it's good. It's a big payout. It, that's all I know. I might throw. <laughs> I might throw fifty on it because it. What if it's? What if it's the Leicester City of this year? Like, like that that soccer team that won the EPL that just was like the worst of the worst. What if Vanderbilt does it and we just don't know something? This could be the greatest like inside inside scheme of all time.
0: Yeah. So all right, the Big Ten, buddy. I mean, it's good can't wait. It's gonna be fun. So much fun this year. I uh, big ten football. I, I think it's gonna be I don't think there's nothing, no better conference better. It's gonna be all right, that's fun that's
1: fine. It's gonna be okay at times, but mostly fun. I would describe it. Oh wait,
0: speaking <laughs> of which, the game you're speaking watching. of which, speaking of the Big Ten, Notre Dame reportedly likely to remain independent amid NBC Big Ten deal. Okay, we knew Notre Dame's suckers. Anyways, all right. Uh, so how are we
1: how are we gonna rank the Big Ten?
0: Let's just do big. How we're gonna rank from? East to West? Six. Well, seven, right? Seven. Seven to one in each division. And who's going to Indy? Okay. Obviously. I mean. All right. Let's do it. Me. For the East. The Big Ten East. I have Indiana coming at number seven. I don't think they're going to be that good this year. I I think they lose to Cincinnati. I think they're going to win maybe one. Or two Big Ten games, I got them going four and eight at tops, three and nine overall. Tom Allen gets fired at the end of the year. I like it. Coming at number six, I think they'll be better than what people think, but not quite there yet. I think they're going to be around six and six, five and seven, but I got Rutgers. Fair, fair. Okay. Coming at number, is it five now? Five, you're at five. I, I got a little surprise here. I have Michigan State coming at number five. At seven, and, at seven and five. I can see the regression, but they're going to be tied. It's like a tie. It's a five. Like it's going to be tied because Maryland's also going to be down in five.
1: Okay, okay, yeah, I, I see that. Does Maryland and, get the head to head?
0: Yes. That okay. I like it. Coming in at number three, because it'll be number three now, right? Yeah. Michigan. I do. I, I, um, I have them losing to Penn State, um, in Ohio State. I think they go 10 and 2, 9 and 3. I do think they beat Sparty. And of course, number two, I have Penn State. I think they either, I think they dropped two games either against Michigan or Michigan and Penn State are going to be like one, it's like a two a two B type of thing, just like I have Michigan State, Maryland. I just can't right now it's like a coin flip for me who's going to win between the two, but they're obviously both going to lose Ohio State because I think Ohio State goes undefeated and they win the east, but Penn State and Michigan right now, I have them as a flip flop like who's going to be like one of them is going to go I think one of them goes eleven and one eleven and one and the other one goes ten and two. I really like Penn State this year, I really do.
1: I like that's it my cast. big
0: that's my Big Ten East. I like it. I for me,
1: I have obviously number seven. I got Indiana. Uh, they're gonna be they're just gonna be so bad, bro. <laughs> they've come. They've fallen a long ways since the Michael Penix era. That was now in Washington. Yeah, it was. It was that. That was the height of their that that program. They have fallen to seven. <laughs> They are <laughs> they were not the rightful Big Ten East champs. uh um, no. <laughs> they've fallen since but uh number six I got I got Maryland. Uh I, I think I just don't think they're good. I think obviously they have the best they have the better pl- one of the best players and Baby Tua's brother, but uh there's not a good team still. Uh I got six Rutgers. I think I think this is the year Greg puts on a show. Uh, they've, see, they've seen, they've seemed a lot better when I've watched, I've watched, I watch way too much Rutgers football and I think they actually have an offense. They're running stuff they They actually, they have like a goals and objectives and they've had a couple years to get some players in. So maybe they have some players this year. I think potentially some breakout guys, um, then number four, I have Michigan state, uh, cause they're gonna, they're gonna lose to obviously Ohio state. And I think. Probably Michigan or Penn State. They're they're good to always lose two of those. Typically, I
0: think. So you're you're higher on them than I am. Slightly higher, slightly higher. I have them at four. You have them at like five. I have uh, like the yeah, like them in Maryland are like like I said, like the Maryland flip flop thingy. Like I have Penn State and Michigan. I have Penn State three. I could see
1: them being, you know. 10 and two, like a fiesta bowl year or something like that. Uh, I got them number three. And then I have Ohio State uh, – no, not Ohio – Michigan two. <laughs> Michigan two. And Ohio State, obviously, number one.
0: Yeah, Big Ten East. I think the Big Ten East was easier for me than the uh, the uh, Big Ten West. Big Ten West, I'm going with su- a surprise at number seven.
1: Throw a dart. <laughs> just-
0: I'm going Purdue. <laughs>
1: I like it. I, 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 I don't know what their record's going to be, but <laughs> I have a low on mine. But I do
0: agree. But I also have Northwestern as number six. I, it's tough for me. Um, I'm going to Illinois at, at number five. I'm going Minnesota at four. I'm going Iowa at three. Nebraska two. Wisconsin one. I really like Nebraska this year. I really do. The coldest
1: Crawford might be a good Heisman bet. I don't. The coldest Crawford, the receiver, uh, I might just throw a Heisman bet on him. Uh, but yeah, I got. So I, I like your order, cast. I got number seven. It's tough. I guess. Yeah. Nor- I got. I got Northwestern. No, no. Give me Illinois at seven, actually. Yeah, give me Illinois.
0: Illinois, Purdue, and Northwestern were the ones where, like, okay, I could put them anywhere in the, the bottom three.
1: I'll probably put Illinois. Yeah, Illinois at seven. Purdue at six. Because I, I, they got O'Connell, but I thought David Bell was, like, who's their best player. I think they fall back a little bit. Um, and then I got – uh, Northwestern five, I, I respect cause they have a good culture there. I respect their culture. I yeah, think me too. they're too prideful. I think to be anything less than five at this point um, with the, with the program that uh, they run over there. So number four, uh, Minnesota. Yeah. I'm going to go with Minnesota there. Uh, it just seems like a safe spot for number four, <laughs> like for the most part. I got number three, Nebraska. I think three is obtainable in the Big Ten West. Uh, I don't think like it, Scott Frost probably is done after, even if he finishes three. I would say I don't know. That's that's a tough. Call. I think if
0: he makes a bowl game, he, it's. I think he, if he makes a good bowl game, like the Citrus Bowl or something, he's staying.
1: Three is like the the line of it's tough you're you're cutting hairs there like he could go he could stay but i think that's like obtainable i think they like they have a good roster i got number two i got iowa just just because uh they punt. i don't know (laughs) it's iowa i think uh that just seems like a safe pick for them with the team they had last year, and then obviously number one Wisconsin, Braylon Edward, uh, Braylon Allen. Their 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 team's loaded. I think they could be they could be similar to the uh, twenty nineteen Wisconsin team. I think if they if they play play it to that level, they could they could be a really good Big Ten uh, West champion for Ohio State
0: to play. Yeah, I like it. So, all right. New Year's Six college football playoff bowl prediction. All right. Um, Obviously, we had Ohio State winning the Big Ten, which I think that gets them in the Fiesta Bowl because I think all in all, if Alabama wins the SEC, they're going to get the number one seed and they're going to choose to go to Atlanta because I I have Alabama in the SEC. So, Ohio State and Alabama are my number one and two, but that's it. I mean, I'm going to keep it right there. Alabama – going to the peach Ohio State going to the fiesta here is my other bowl game predictions in the Rose Bowl I have either Penn State like I said remember I had the flip-flop I couldn't decide as a coin flip I have in the Rose Bowl either Michigan Michigan or Penn State and I'm going USC okay keep it hear me out save it save this for later in the Cotton Bowl, I have Houston because I have them winning the American. I think some they get one, even though with one loss, I have them predict. If you listen to my other show, I do. I have predicted them with one loss. I still think they get ranked high enough that they're going to be in the Cotton Bowl, and I have them playing Notre Dame in the Sugar Bowl. I have Georgia because I think they win the SEC East, and I have them playing Texas because I think Texas is going to win the Big 12. In the Orange Bowl, I have NC State. I think they finish second behind Clemson. Even though, like, I know, people are like, well, you're talking crap about Clemson at the beginning of the year. Going off what everybody thinks, because I had Clemson win the ACC, they get in the college football playoff. As the four seed, by the way. And NC State's going to take on, and they're going to play Penn State or Michigan. I think one of those two, you know, whoever finishes, you know what I mean? Those are my New Year's Six Bowl. By the way, my college football playoff, Clemson, number four, playing Alabama in the Peach. And Utah, number three, taking on the Buckeyes in the Fiesta. I love it, Cass. Uh,
1: you went into way, way, way too good of detail because I, you like, I didn't even realize you were going to map out the bowl games. I was just going to give you like my, so I'm going to do it like I'm just going to give my top uh, New Year Six teams. Like I think these teams will play for New Year Six bowls. I don't I just order them, however, because go it, it goes into by the, the conference and everything. There's so many shifting parts. Uh, it's just so tough to sort, in my opinion. But Cass, great job. You clearly did it. Um, New Year Six teams, though, that will play New Year's Six games. I got – uh, I got – who we got here? USC. Michigan. <laughs> no.
0: That's Rose Bowl right there. That's has to be.
1: No, actually.
0: USC. If USC that. and Michigan and playing each other in a bowl game, it has to be the Rose Bowl. <laughs> could, it be, could we have USC Notre Dame? Yes, because according to CBS, oh no, that's Clemson Notre Dame. You could have. I, I don't know if it, it'd be in the Cotton Bowl, probably. If we have a USC
1: Notre Dame Rose Bowl, that could work. I think.
0: Oh well, yeah. Okay. I doubt um, it, but
1: that could be interesting. Um, I, I think those are the New Year six worthy teams. I got who else? Oklahoma, a And M, and
0: Utah. So Oklahoma a And M would be in the uh, Sugar. Sugar Utah if they win the se if they win the Pac twelve they're back in the Rose. Okay. So, and yeah, then, I could see USC going to the Cotton versus Notre Dame. And I uh, have my New Year's six spots mm-hmm. I got left. So you have – you still have all four college football playoffs, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, yeah. So you have Notre Dame versus USC in the Cotton. I'm giving the – I'm naming the bowl games. You have yeah. Utah versus Michigan in the Rose. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a good one. And you have A&M versus – was it Oklahoma? Oklahoma, Sugar. And the Sugar – you still have the Orange Bowl. Mm-hmm. Which would be ACC, well, ACC representative or in an at large? Which so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, at large.
1: Let's, let's see. An at large. Miami.
0: Okay. Miami. Yeah. yeah. As the ACC representative? Yeah. the you. <laughs> I got, all right, my college
1: football pickup picks out. I'm going now. I've who's Miami?
0: Who's Miami's opponent? And you could do another at large. Oh,
1: I gotta do one more.
0: jeez, uh, yeah. bro, Penn State.
1: No, Wisconsin. Okay, I actually like that matchup. I I could see that. That's that's a definitely that's a good matchup on paper too. That that'll get the fans going on both sides. Yeah. Uh, um, college football playoff. Not tweaking it. I'm going with Ohio State and Michigan, and, Bama and Georgia. It's the two super conferences are getting
0: both teams in. That's my prediction. Oh, so you have Michigan. So you need another Rose Bowl team. Yeah.
1: Wow. Uh, that's I'm going with it. I think, I think that's that's my prediction. Two two at large, te- like two teams from two conferences. So I want to put doing... Baylor. I would put Baylor, but I do think I do think like I could see that happening over Baylor getting it. Baylor's a New Year Six team. I forgot about them.
0: So okay, you could put Oklahoma versus Utah on the roads then. Yeah, but Baylor. Baylor's like a strong
1: five. If that so, makes sense in my rankings, they could get in if like my, they're the next team. In. Yeah.
0: This is how my guess. If if yours goes like the way it is, it's going to be Alabama versus Michigan, Ohio State versus Georgia. Yeah, yeah, baby, the Fields
1: Bowl. <laughs> the Fields I, Bowl. I will.
0: I will work on these graphics tonight. Well, actually, <laughs> yeah. Well. Whenever, They'll but be, ba- and then Baylor—they
1: they, should have gotten in. That's going to be the argument. They should have gotten in, but they got screwed. They're gonna—they're <laughs> gonna, they're gonna win yeah. the
0: Big Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna win the Big Twelve with one loss, basically. So where do you have Clemson? You didn't have him in a New Year Six. Uh cheese at bowl or something. Like Duke's Mayo Bowl. Duke's Mayo, yeah. And they win, they have to win it because I want to
1: see Dabo gets mayonnaise dumped no, they'll, on. They'll win it, and Dabo will like be crying and be like, "Golly jucks, the power, of Christ, got the power of Christ." Of <laughs> and then he gets mayo dumped on. He got,
0: che- got cheese that's dumped on him last year. He's got if they get into the Duke's Mayo Bowl. He's got to get mayonnaise dumped all over him, which they would play a Big Ten team. Penn State. That would be funny. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be Penn State because Penn State would get, like, the Tampa Bay boys. Iowa. <laughs> How boring would that game be?
1: <laughs> that would be so bad. <laughs> I. Yeah, that would be a terrible game. <laughs> All
0: right, I, I will try to work on our graphics this week to get our college fo- – at least our college football playoff prediction um, – uh, I would love for Ohio State to get the number one seed and say, fuck you, Bama. We're going to the Peach Bowl, baby. But you know, Ohio State would be like, and Gene Smith would be like, no, we're going to go to the Fiesta Bowl.
1: I like, why can't, why could it, like, yeah, I hate that we always go to Arizona. I I don't, I've never been to Arizona personally, so I can't really talk much, but I went to Vegas last year this time. I went to and, Vegas too. And, why do people find Arizona so appealing? Because I went to it's Vegas. Warm. It's just the desert. It's t- it's literally the worst in the heat. So I don't know. I like I like this area more or like at least Georgia, it's not as hot. It's like a little humid and stuff. Uh I would prefer Georgia Georgia's the easiest I could drive to Georgia.
0: So my question to you, Dan, if Notre Dame so you're saying Notre Dame loses two games for them to get in the playoff because I think if they lose to Ohio State and run the table the rest of the way, they get in. I really do. They're going to lose to USC. And, <laughs> that's
1: – why, why – that's, that, that's, that's, that's going to that's, that's a good question. Be... That's a
0: good question now because we were talking about that. Would they put Notre Dame in the Rose Bowl with USC? Well, no, Utah – you have Utah winning the Pac-12. Never mind. Yeah.
1: I, I, yeah, no. I apologize to everyone. I did have to workshop this a little bit because Cass came with just like the facts, and I was I had to work. This was a this was a mental workshop for me to just put it all out on paper. Cass is going to create the graphic, but uh, I yeah no, dude. USC is going to smack smack Notre Dame, I think, because it's going to be well not smack. It's going to be closer than it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a cl- good good game actually, but it's going to be
0: it's basically going to
1: be what Ohio State did it on week one. It's going to happen at the end of the season, I think. That's my prediction.
0: I'm looking at Notre Dame's schedule here for a second. I think they could lose three games and maybe not get a New Year's Six Bowl. They have Clemson, Ohio State, and USC. That's where I said if they lose to Ohio State and run the table, they're in the college football playoffs.
1: I think they beat Clemson.
0: They would have to beat USC and then they get into college football playoff. Hands down.
1: USC is going to be good, but they're going to – it's tough year one, I think. I think I think it's going to be just almost impossible to be, you know, crack the college football playoff. They got
0: BYU long. at BYU. That's tough. Uh, th- th- I thought – you know what? I'm putting BYU over Houston in the uh, Cotton Bowl. I like that, Check actually. That. Yeah. Has Tate Martell still played for UNLV? He, I saw today. He was a dog groomer or something on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that was him, but that was very – It looked really like hey, him. Boston College at Notre Dame, November 19th, before USC. Yeah. I'm like – the fighting Jeff Halfley's going to upset Notre Dame at Notre Dame Stadium.
1: The better Christian
0: bowl. <laughs> he sees
1: better Christians.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I can't wait till the season starts. Me too. I really can't.
1: Me too.
0: I am I really can't. <sighs> 18 days – well, wait. Not 18 days. By the time everybody listens to this, it would be – 15 days.
1: Bro- Bronny James will be a Buckeye by the
0: time you listen to this. <laughs> I forgot we're going to talk about that. <laughs> Let's end the show about Bronny James.
1: Yeah. So remember, in 2020, we asked this question on this this podcast. Will Bronny James, <laughs> like, what are the odds of Holtman going after this guy? Because uh, obviously, you know, he he's a, comes from a pretty good bloodline. <laughs> so it turns out. That you know, Ohio State's really actively recruiting him. Uh, I don't think he's that good. I, it doesn't. It doesn't even matter. It's it's basically uh, USC, I believe, Oregon, and Ohio State, and I think we have the inside track. But somehow, you know, if Duke wants him. He's going to Duke.
0: Yeah, and then that's where I think they should take LeBron James's locker down. <laughs> that's my opinion even though Bronny James is his own person if we get Bryce then that's good I'd rather
1: have him just imagine if Ohio State got Bronny James though
0: and Bright whatever his name is Bryce Bryson or whatever and we still fail to make the sweet 16
1: <laughs> no I would I would lose it I would you think I'm bad now, guys?
0: If that happened, I'd be ins- I'd be. If the we worst fail, person. if we fail to make the Sweet Sixteen with this freshman class and next year's freshman class coming in, fire Holtman. You have to.
1: Right, no, he's doing a good job.
0: He's I, right now, right now, right now. Right now yeah, he, I
1: it's, right now it's status quo. Mm. Like not status quo, but like he's peaking a little bit. But like it's like. It's like a cycle because it's he's always begins to peak around this time of year when he needs to shift his cycle. He needs to be peaking right in March. Uh, he's like because this is where you know we're gonna win a lot of games out of the out out out, out of the gate, and then we'll somehow you know <laughs> lose every game in February, and then split in March. But I just I just hope I hope we get Bronny James, man. I really do. That would be big for the program. It really would. You, you like what it would do for the brand especially with NIL imagine all the stuff NIL could do if we got Bronny James here his dad h- hooked them up too think how smart that would be
0: yeah and i think by then they'll probably like oh we could draft guys right out of high school now and they'll be like mm-hmm. yeah i so that's all i got bud next week we're going to ooh it's going to be fun week 0 and then my over-under segment with Dan, where I ask him stupid over-unders about week zero. Over-under beers I will drink next week. That's going to be one for sure. Over-under chicken over, wings. Over-under that Gus Johnson tries to do an Irish accent. Uh, no, no shot. No that'd be, shot. That'd be fun. That'd be though.
1: impressive. That'd be
0: impressive. Top of the morning to
1: you. <laughs> I, I would love to see that. I
0: just... Joel Clatt might do it because he looks Irish, right?
1: I maybe. maybe yeah. I uh, know, but but those guys are so locked in,
0: I feel like they Yeah. Jenny Taff has to dress like a leprechaun. I'm just kidding. I need we need to end this show. Next week, week zero. Oh, and then Preview the season again. Preview the season. It, yeah, it's, it's here. But as 15 always, 15 days. 15 days. It was Ezekiel Elliott day.
1: But as always, thank you so much for listening to the Bunch of Notes podcast. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe below. I think it's in this corner. I'm still getting used to the YouTube thing. But go, Bucks. Go, Bucks.